Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh, it is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, again, part of the Evergreen a Podcast Network. Glad you're with us. PJ Duran, Tony Wink, Scott Casper, that's yours truly right here. Uh, if you missed the first interview and if you miss any part of our show, you can go back and listen to it. Grab it. Where do you grab it, Tony? If you want to get the app, where do you go? I would go to the Play Store or the uh, App Store and App Apple. App Store and Apple, yeah. What's what is the uh, the Android store? What do, what do they call that? They, they call it the Play Store, Scott. That's the Play Store. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure you sound like you're making that one up. But anyway, glad you're with us. Um, so Joe started us off. We go to Mikey Rush. He joins us now. Mikey, how are you? Hello, Mikey. Are you there? Um. Yes, I'm here. All right, man. How's it going? I'm good. How about you guys? Good, good. Uh, it was 2018. You mo- mostly uh, what? G and G Racing uh, Yamaha FZ07. Is that right? Yes, I rode for them for about uh, for uh, about half of the season, and I went to the factory Harley Davidson team. But do you like and, the? And, uh, do you like what we are calling, and affectionately we call it this, the new American flat track? Do you like that? Yeah, that's. Sounds cool to me. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah, not the name. I mean, do you like what they've been doing to it? it seems like the general public has. Uh, what's what's the view from the pits? No, it seems like everything is getting a lot better, and uh, more people are getting involved, and uh, more of a younger crowd fan base is getting more involved. And we're on NBC Sports now, and I think that's a pretty cool thing for our sport, and it's bringing a lot of people in. So, Tony, wasn't that long ago, we were down in the flat track area, and we asked, hey, what do you, you know, Mike Kidd, and they go, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now, they, now, I mean, seriously, it seems like we've come, you know, around at least 180. I'll tell you this, it's it, even, I think it's great that we're seeing so much uh, in the singles class, so congrats on that, um, that, that Honda is, is coming in. And it's going to be, uh, you know, involved in American Flat Track and, and with Richie Morris. We had him on last week. Uh, pretty cool news out of those guys. And and it's not just Honda that's getting involved, but right. but it's uh, it's just really neat to see all that support. What do you think? No, I think it's really neat to be a part of the whole American Honda thing. Um, it's been it's been quite a while since American Honda has been in our sport since I think 1986. So it's pretty cool to be. A, be a part of them coming back in and uh rich morris does a great job with his program and uh i think they couldn't have picked a better team to to come on board with and to help out and uh and not just honda there's you know american suzuki's involved and uh ktm and all the, all those manufacturers are getting back involved in our sport and i think it's a, a huge turnaround for our sport do you think it was a breath of fresh air when when they they, they took a step back and reassessed and kind of let the uh, the dust settle as it were, and then they came back in with a renewed vigor? Yeah, I mean, the whole Honda thing was the guys I grew up looking up to is Ricky Graham and Bubba Schober. Those are the two big Honda riders, and those those guys 
some big, big name guys. Those are two of my heroes. So it's to come back in with Honda for them to come back in our sport. And I'm, I'm one of the riders to be with them is, is a pretty big, uh, pretty big deal for me actually. Cause those, those two guys were my big heroes. So, and I've always been a Honda guy, my whole, pretty much my whole career. I've always liked Hondas and Honda's always made a great motorcycle. And, uh, it's just a pretty cool deal to be a part of, I think. It's a good time to be in it. PJ, let's go back to you. Well, Mikey, congratulations again on being, uh, you know, one of the riders of choice for uh, for American Honda as they rejoin uh, the ranks. Who else is going to be? Is there anybody else on your team that's going to be riding in the singles class as well? Yeah, actually, we got a, there's a couple good riders. We got Cameron Smith and uh, Cole Savala, uh, two great riders for sure for the Richie Morris team and and Honda and. Uh, I think we're going to have a good team this year. Um, we got, like I said, Cole, Cole's a hell of a rider, and uh, Cameron is as well. So I think, uh, I think between the three of us, we should get that uh, the Hondas up up towards the front. I'm I'm hoping. We're uh, I'm flying out for Bike Week next week. I think next Thursday, and which means that your race is coming up pretty quickly at Daytona. Um, what are your thoughts on that track? I'm looking forward to it. I mean, a lot of guys are kind of puzzled between the the street we got to go on and up on the trioval and everything like that. But I think it's awesome, and it's it's, it's still a racetrack. You still got to still got to ride around. It's the same for everyone, and uh, I think it's pretty cool that we get to go up on the on the trioval at Daytona, you know, International Speedway. You know, the same thing as the Daytona Daytona 500 and all the NASCAR guys. And I, I looked up to just all those guys and stuff growing up and uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. just watching all that stuff go down and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And it's pretty cool that we get to go up on the banking this year and uh, it's nothing new for me. I'm, I mean, like I said, it's still a racetrack and I think uh, I think we'll have stuff figured out. I've been doing a lot of testing over the off season and stuff like that and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for the season to get started for sure. Are you going to stick around and catch any part of the 200, uh, Mikey? Uh, I usually do. I usually do. That's always a fun race to uh, to hang out, meet some cool people, hang out with some cool people, and, and watch some good racing. There's a lot of flat trackers in that bad boy this year. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a cool deal. It is every year. I assume you've stood on the, the banking there and, and realized how, how steep that thing is. Yes, I have. But you guys are going to be on the straightaway. You're not going to be in the corners, right? No, not in the corners. Just on the trioval right there in the in the middle of the front straightaway. It's still pretty good bank. bank. It's not as steep as the corners they got over there for sure. You can you can hardly walk up those things. But. I've tried, and <laughs> and I couldn't walk. Up. And you keep rolling down. I and keep, keep tumbling down. Back. What's that fat guy doing on the corner over there? I think he's trying to climb the wall, but I don't know. That'd be fair. You Mikey Rush is our guest. Pounds down, uh, I am forty pounds down. Mikey Rush is our guest, and uh, just announced that he's going to race with Richie Morris Racing as American Honda comes back in. Um, there, when the announcement was made, and I we talked to, and I don't remember if I was on air when I talked to Richie Morris about this or if it was off air, but we were talking about um, when you guys made the announcement and you took the picture and you put out the press release, it was on a 450 Honda and it was bone stock in motocross form. And he said it didn't take very long to make it look like a flat track bike. However, 
the uh, the people that were that, that saw the press release were losing their minds that they were watching they were looking at a picture of a motocross bike like it's such a big deal we all know they were born a motocross bike um and in the the racing in the singles class is nothing but awesome to watch um especially on the short tracks and the tts what are your thoughts about that though as far as the fans uh you know the old school guys that are having a hard time with the changes and that kind of thing people are you know those same experts are are freaking out about uh, racing on concrete at daytona you know time will tell how that how that fares out for everyone but kind of you know as a racer that's that's making his way through you know the current what was ama pro american flat track what are your thoughts on on uh that's you know the the fans i should say as as far as how they react to the changes i mean i would say be open-minded to it all it's pretty i mean it's 2019 now so it's like the bikes have came a long way since, since back in the day and and uh it doesn't really take much you can anybody can go buy a, a stock frame 450 off the showroom floor and set it up as a dirt tracker you know anybody could do it so i mean all you gotta do is get some good suspension lower it down and uh put some 19 inch front and front and rear, uh, rear wheels on it and uh you're pretty much good to go to go to go have some fun on it so I think it's pretty cool that it's it's pretty affordable to do too. Also for because I mean I grew up with the, in the framer days and and we used to take these 450 motors and and put them in framers and uh, go racing like that. And it takes a little bit more work to do that that kind of stuff because you got to machine a lot more stuff and, and do stuff like that. But like I said, anybody can get the stock frame 450s off the showroom floor and get them lowered down and get some wheels on them and. If you want to do some motor work to it, you can do some motor work to it. If you want to do, you know, exhaust to it, you can do all that to it. But it's, I think it's pretty cool for for the newbie people that want to get involved in our sport that's never been involved in our sport. Um, like I said, anybody can do it. You can go to the dealership right down the street from your house and, and buy a bike and make some phone calls and get some parts coming and, and and do it. So I think it's I think it's cool for new people to get involved in our sport, which which we need that I think. I, and I'll, I want to talk about something, Mikey. A friend of mine called me this weekend. I was at a motocross, and he said, hey, it sounds like you're at a race. And, I said, and it was on Friday. And so it was a practice day, and we got to talking. And he is a retired professional flat track racer and that we've all heard of. And we're sitting there chatting, and uh, he said, how's the turnout? You know, we got to talking about it. And he said, why is the turnout so down on motocross? And I said, without a doubt, there's no question it's the price of motorcycles and the price of motorcycles the the are the research and development that it goes into these four strokes is insane and, right. and the, the the amount of money that it costs to build a four stroke and what people don't realize is flat track took that hit a lot sooner like in the 80s even that's when flat track bikes started to go four stroke and that's when flat track took a hit now I'm not saying it's been dead and it hasn't taken as big of a hit as motocross has but you're saying there's a correlation absolutely there's a correlation there with with the the price of motorcycles and and everything um and, and you know and relatively speaking mikey you say it's it is affordable and and really it is i mean you can't you know it's not people can't just go buy an xr 750 you know that those 
those days yeah. were, were, you know, that's serious money. That's, what, what what kind of money are you looking at for the average fan out there? What what are they going to spend on the 30, next 40 grand for? I wow. mean, when it, when the XRs were. Oh yeah, end up. I think you're more like 50 G's is ju- if you were serious about racing one, you better have 50 grand. Well, just you tell to us, Mike. What was an XR 750 in nine in 2009 for a legit? Yeah, I would say. For a, for a really good one to go racing on, probably either from forty to fifty grand, like you guys said. Okay, and, uh, they're pretty pricey to to get one, and not only that, it's pricey to maintain those things to keep them running all year. Okay, so it eliminated uh, that eliminates a lot of people, obviously. But the singles class is more obtainable. However, the bike you're talking about, the bike you're racing. Is nine thousand ninety two hundred bucks retail or something? With four mods, all exactly. Day, all That's day a bone stock. That's before you buy the wheels, the suspension, the 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 turn down pipe, the the, you know what I mean, the stuff that that all the flat track oh, yeah. dudes do. And so, um, you know, you say we need new fans. I honestly believe you need that. That's at, at a amateur level, the um, the the motorcycle structure has to be addressed whether it be i don't care if it's road racing or um flat track or motocross it, it will net we will never see what we saw prior to 2009 if we don't make the motorcycles more obtainable for people that can't Affordable. afford to spend 12,000 bucks on a, on one race machine and and in the, the there's uh the manufacturers aren't realizing it. I don't know why. I think they are realizing it, but they don't quite know what to do. What would you do differently, Tony? I, I mean, I'd take all the tooling from the RM250, the 05 to 07, and ship it to Taiwan where you can get people to work for a nickel, and I'd retail that motorcycle for forty nine ninety five, and I'd sell okay. 60 times what they're selling. We'd all buy them and create classes through the AMA, through MX Sports, and flat track will follow. You think I'm wrong, Mikey? No, I agree, and I, I know the prices went up on the on the on the new motocross bikes for sure. Because I remember when a a CRF four fifty was you know around five thousand dollars, but now they're like you said they're ninety ninety four ninety four hundred bucks or something like that. But um, the the technology has came a long way from the carbureted models. And, now they're into fuel injection, and, and there's a lot more stuff you can do with the fuel injections, and, and maybe that's the reason why the prices have gone up so high. Um, but it is, I mean, it is difficult for people to go out buy a, a twelve thousand dollar bike for sure, or you know a ninety ninety two hundred, or you know just anything around that price is is pretty pricey for the average person to go buy one. But All right. the cool thing about it is you can go finance one. You don't have to pay for, you know, come out of that pocket up front. You can or you, you can get ready-built ones. Uh, there's a number of websites that specialize in flat-track motorcycles. I bought my first one on one, and, uh, you know, they're out there. Buy somebody else's uh, labor of love, and you can get a deal. Yeah, you can get a used bike that's already set up flat-track. That's, that's another thing you can do, and there's a, a lot of people that are selling them, just selling them, or people like building them and just selling them, or people like building them and riding them and selling them and then wanting to get in something newer or, or better or whatever. For sure. The, the, there is a ton of used flat track bikes out there that you can buy, you can pick up for very cheap. If you want to get involved, oh, yeah. race at a local level, 
there is a ton of those bikes out there. Amen and amen. All right, uh, Mikey, we are up against the clock. Sponsors, who do you want to thank, bud? Uh, big thing, uh, Ricky Morris Racing for, for bringing me on board this year and giving me a chance to uh, do this whole 450 deal. And uh, obviously, American Honda for coming on, back on board with us and uh, uh, helping us out. Um, I got Al Lamb Honda helping us out a ton this year, uh, Tucker Rocky. Um, Olin Suspension. Uh, man, I got a Machete Energy Drink, one of my personal sponsors that helps me out a ton. Uh, Dave Cassio has helped me out a ton over the past several years. Um, my mechanic, James Hart, he's putting in a lot of work right now on the, getting the bikes ready before Daytona, so a big shout out to him. Um, West Coast Hot Shoes. Just everyone that supports me. Uh, Our producer was uh, running very close to hot there when you said machete, mach- and it was machete, right? Machete energy, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, buddy. Good job out of you, Mikey. We'll uh, have you back on again. Continued uh, good luck out there. Keep up the hard work, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Mikey Rush heads to the pits. We've had Joe Wesson on earlier. Uh, Kyle Cunningham coming up a little later on in this hour. Joe, excuse me, Jason DeSalvo. Who did the script? Jason DeSalvo is going to be joining us, hour number two. Chris Ulrich and a very special guest coming up in hour number two as well. We'll talk with uh, ace tennis star Will Weinbuck. Uh, that'll be in hour number two. We're going to talk about the power of positivity. Stay tuned. Back after this. After this. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.